So we have more visitors that have joined. Uh, Sister Machlet from Bushenyi. Sister Faith from Fort Potter, where is she? Yeah, God bless you. We welcome all of you that are visiting with us this morning. And we are trusting that the Lord will indeed bless you. And that it will be a special day for all of us today. Amen. So uh, I bring you greetings from uh, our friends, Brother Amos from Nairobi. He asked me to give the church. Uh, Sister Dina, one of us here from uh, Boston, she's in, um, in, in Boston. She, she, she has told me several times to greet the church and I keep forgetting. So, but, uh, she us. Praise God. And uh, also, I spoke to Pastor Morges from Ethiopia. He also sent his greetings. And uh, uh, there are many people who are warming up to come for the youth meetings. Are you warming up for our youth meetings? We believe we are going to have a wonderful time. Uh, there's a brother who contacted me, uh, I think, a week ago. And he, he told me, uh, pastors, as far as all vegetables is concerned, it's on me. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm a farmer. And uh, I, I, I grow cabbages, I grow greens. And, uh, you know, so he said, I'm going to uh, sponsor the, the meetings for, in all those things. So that one is already off our budget. So our budget is still huge, so if you want to remove something, please. And, and I know that we are asking everyone to contribute. The, the members here, we are asking you to contribute a hundred thousand. Um, and we appreciate there are several who have already done their contributions. And I want to appreciate you so much for that. Um, so we are asking the others to contribute at, at least 50,000 shillings. And this amount really, especially those who are going to be spending at the venue, uh, he, the, for a night, they're asking us to pay 17000 per person. So, 
if you are, if someone is spending there all the three nights that means that they will be spending 51000 so that means that even the 50000 we are asking them to pay will not be enough for just accommodation and um, then, of course, we have the food uh, and, and as well as the venue, the meetings venue uh, that we will need to pay for as well. So we estimated a minimum amount of 120,000 per person. So that means if someone contributes 50,000, um, they have contributed something. So where does the rest of the burden go? Of how much? That's a minimum. We're saying a minimum because it will depend on several things. Depending on the number of the people that will turn up. 120 to 140 per person because the food increases in price. Depending on the people that will come, it will either increase or reduce our cost per person. So that means the amount of 70,000 shillings that burden is going on us, the hosts. And uh, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a brother that uh, sent me 3.5 million shillings in contribution to the youth meetings. And also there is a sister that sent me 2.1 million shillings towards the support of the youth meeting. And uh, all these are individuals who are part of our assembly. And uh, they're, they're really moved towards the vision that the Lord has given to us. And so... Uh, the, the next person that will contribute that much can be you. So, as much as we are asking you to give 100,000, if God gives you a miracle, please don't hesitate to contribute an, a substantive amount. It will go a long way in supporting the meeting. I was speaking to Brother Aguma from Karamoja, and I was telling him, You have a lot of cows there. <laughs> you can decide to donate two cows. <laughs> he said, yes, pastor, we can decide to do that. But, <laughs> but, but, but maybe for the future meeting. <laughs> but I think it would be a wonderful thing if we received a donation of cows from Karamoja. Amen. <laughs> and if you have cows, you yourself can donate. We want two cows for the meeting. We believe that God can do anything. These are meetings. The vision was given to us by the Lord. And we are really expectant for what the Lord will do in our country. 
among our young people and the younger generation, our brothers that are coming that are invited to come uh, to minister to the young people, they have quite a, a good uh, amount of experience ministering to the young people all over the world. So these are a people. I could say they are on high demand. But for, for them to accept our invitation, it means that the Lord uh, has something for the young people. In not only our country, but our region. Because we are also having quite a good number coming from Kenya. In Western Kenya. Uh, in uh, Thank you. In Western Kenya, Western Kenya, and also in Nairobi, in Nairobi, and so we, we in Ethiopia, Ethiopia, one or two or three. I don't know how many will come from there, and 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 some other countries as well. So I believe it's going to be a feasting time. I'd like us to be in prayer for those meetings, um, for the Lord to move in a special way. And uh, those who have contributed, I don't have the list before me, but it's quite several from the church here. I want to say God bless you. And those who have not yet contributed, please contribute. Time is uh, fast, fast moving. How, Brother Isaac, how many days are we remaining with? 39 days. 39 days. Because the dates are 12th to 14th of January. So I hope that you'll be encouraged to give. Amen. I, I, was, I was just given a wedding invitation here. And they are inviting the whole DVF family. Uh, this is from Brother Vincent Olowo. And his wife, Sister Teddy. Those are parents of Brother Martin. Of Tororo. They are inviting you all to the wedding of their children, Brother David, David and Sister Mercy. Now, Sister Mercy is the young sister to Brother Martin. The wedding is going to take place on 9th December uh, this month. Uh, this month of December. I was just, uh, I'm just looking. I have another wedding of a brother. I don't know whether he's here. Brother Mzawuk is here now? No. Uh, there's a brother Mzawuk. He's not been so known to us. But uh, we led him to the Lord when we were still in Mitiana many years ago. And so he invited me to, you know, go and, and uh, do their wedding in Western Uganda. So uh, I lost track of the dates. But uh, I think it is on on 16th. That's the next the next following weekend after 9th. So those who can go to support Brother uh, Martin's sister, Sister Mercy, you're welcome to do that. Also, we have meetings in Kenya. 
Those who would like to go and join the saints in Kenya. From 22nd to the 26th. The Pastor Francis Butita, Butita Francis, one of the real, real elders in our region here, the very first, believe this message. Uh, he's been organizing meetings there for very many years. And I've been speaking for him for a few years. So they have invited me again to speak for them, as well as other ministers. So if you can come. If you desire to come, you just let us know. We'll let you know. We'll guide you on what you need. So you can prepare to go. Praise God. So this month is going to be a wonderful month. There's quite a lot in the month. Others, of course, uh, in the world, they are planning to do many things. They are planning to visit family and go to some parties. And, uh, but for us as believers, as a family of believers, we also have a lot of plans. And these are the plans I'm telling you. So you should plan wisely. Amen. Instead of going to beer parties, because it is a family beer party, you have the real family. You can go to that kind of better gathering. And uh, of course, we have our 31st. 31st uh, service. We have for the past three years or two years, I've been having it at my house. And we always enjoy with the, even God meet. And, and uh, we, we, we relax there and we pray, we, we sing and we give testimonies. We pray for the new year. And uh, so we're going to have it again this year. Amen. So, and uh, we, had, we have already uh, one of us, a sister here, who said, I will contribute all the gods. So, so we, the gods are already sorted. And, and so you just have to come prepare. The first is going to be a wonderful time. And uh, I was just speaking with the deacons and we are planning, I'll let you know, uh, as early as uh, this week. We are planning to have the Lord's Supper before the new year. So wonderful things are ahead for us. Our students, welcome back from school. If you are near a student, tell them welcome back. Amen. Just look around if you are near a student, tell them welcome back. Tell them welcome back. Amen. So we appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, how many are ready for the word? Amen. So may we stand on our feet this morning. Everybody feel free, feel at liberty. Father Omnate, I'm happy to see you as well. God bless you. Um, there's this song that says, I was happy when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. This, the, today we have a, a married couple's service after this service. So I'll try to 
finish on time. So we can allow enough time for lunch and for resting a bit. And then at 3 p.m. Uh, if you're married, that means if you have a wife or a husband, this meeting is for you. Well, I have my wife, but she's not with me. I have my husband, still you are welcome to come and be a part of that meeting. It will be a service. And uh, I will also deal sometimes with questions and answers. So you can come and be ready for that. Well, I was happy when they said unto me, I was happy when they said unto me, I was happy when they said unto me, let us go to the house. Wait, were you really happy? Brother Enoch, were you really happy? Some people are singing, I was happy when they said unto me. Oh, come on, church. We're in the house of God. Be at, be at liberty. Have the freedom to worship God and to praise him however you feel. Amen? Amen. So I want you to grab your hands. I want you to dance, to stomp your feet, to sing whatever you want to do. Well, I was happy when they said unto me. I was happy when they said unto me. Oh, I was happy when they said. I can't hear you now. Go to the house. Oh, I was happy. Oh. I was happy when they said unto me, Oh, let us go. I was jumping, I was jumping when they said unto me, I was jumping. I was jumping. Yes, I was dancing. Let us go. I want to see you dancing for the Lord now. I was dancing, dancing when they said unto me. I was dancing when they said, I was dancing. Let us go. praise. Amen. Someone asked me a question. Why do we sing just before we preach? 
said because when you are you go to the front line and you are going to slay some enemies the first charge you charge at them you shout at them usually they use in warfare they use noise Noise scares the enemy. When you shout, when you rejoice, the devil is threatened. The devil, the devil begins to fear. Maybe you have been discouraged the whole week. Maybe you have been discouraged this whole year. But now, this is the first Sunday of December. The year is ending. Let the year not end with discouragement. Let the year end with courage. Praise God. Amen. And today, I'm speaking on overcoming the spirit of discouragement. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let us just go to the scripture because if I start, I'll just waste a lot of time and I've not yet got into the scripture. We want to read out of the book of Psalms chapter 42. Psalms chapter 42. <coughs> and uh, before I forget, next Sunday, Sunday, yeah, we are having a second service. service and that will be for the young people. Amen. So young people, you are covered too. And so we are going to have a wonderful time there. But this Sunday, Sunday, for the married people, those ones are always sad when, you hear, when they hear that you are going to meet them. <laughs> Today is for the married people afternoon. Praise God. Verses 5. Hallelujah. Ah, we love hallelujah. the Lord. Let's speak to him. Lord Jesus. Yesu. We come to you, Lord, this morning. Not as defeated people. But as courageous people. We come to you this morning. Not as people without hope. But as people that have hope. Because we know the God. That makes and made the world. And now we ask Lord as we open the pages of your holy word. Father, may you give inspiration as we speak. Give inspiration as the people will be hearing. Lord, even those that are not here present with us, but they're streaming this service online. No doubt from many countries around the world, for we've heard from them, Lord. Some from Europe. Others from the U.S., from many countries around Africa, other continents, Lord, many times streaming on and hearing our services, and many saying we've been blessed and encouraged. Lord, I pray that this service will be an encouragement to someone. Whatever they are going through, Lord Jesus, you will move in their lives, Lord. You will do the supernatural work of my Father. You will just come and move the mountain. 
and that we will continue on onto our victory. Give us liberty to speak this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're beginning to read from verses 5. Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Chichi echikwera likiriza mundayange. Esubi doli teke mokatonda. Kubange visere vijia olimutendeleza. Amen. We are going to read verses 6. Is brother Peter here? Uganda Peter wali. Can you please come and take a microphone? There's a, a little song I'd like us to sing. Yangofu no mzindaro. Verses 6 says, Oh my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Harmonites from hill, from the hill of Mizah. Amen. Amen. Why art thou disquieted within me, my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Oh my. Hoping thou in God. Many times we are discouraged, sister. Many times we are discouraged. But maybe you have when you started out this year. You had a plan. And your plan did not work out the way you desired. And maybe you get to a place where you become discouraged. I don't know how many are like that today. Well, some of the students, maybe you were in school. And things did not go the way you expected. And you become discouraged. But this morning, I want to tell you. That you don't have to remain discouraged. Maybe things didn't work out the way you wanted them to go. But it, you don't have to remain that way. He, David asked his soul. He says, why are you cast down? Oh, my soul. Why are you cast down? Everybody ask your soul. Why are you cast down? Mm. Oh my soul. Why are you disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. Amen. Amen. I'd like us to sing this chorus, this little song, My Hope is in the Lord. And maybe while you stand on your feet and just close your eyes and I want you to sing this song from the bottom of your heart. It's not how good you sing. It is how real it comes out of your soul. How much it means to you. As I sing this song, it is my testimony this morning. It's probably the brother and the sister will help us sing it. 
Amen. My hope is in the Lord from this time on and evermore. Oh, my hope is in the Lord forevermore. Let us sing that once again. Oh, my hope is in the Lord from this time on and Standing all within the presence of the Lord, in whom the wisdom of the ages lies, for whom the raging of the sea subsides, the living side.
Oh my home. Lift it up now to him. He's in the Lord. He's in the Lord from this time As a declaration this morning, my oh my hope, hallelujah, is in the Lord from this time on. This time on, oh, and oh, oh my hope is in the
discouraged me this morning. Be No matter what the devil has done, he has 
be glorified. I will not be discouraged. I will continue to serve God. I will continue to lift up His name. For His name is above all names. His name is above my discouragement. Lord, be, the, be thou glorified in my life. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I glorify your name, Lord Jesus. Let the worshipers arise this morning. Worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Sink into the Holy Spirit. Let him touch you this morning. As you glorify him from your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Mary Jesus.
you, Lord. Don't you love his presence in your life? Don't you love calling upon him? Don't you, don't you like love that feeling of a fire coming out of your soul? Because of his presence near you. It's a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful atmosphere. Let everything within me cry, Jesus. Let everything within me cry, Jesus. for the last time now let everything within me cry Jesus tell him now let everything within me cry Jesus You are the lamb that was slain that we might attain the righteousness of God. And coming before you this morning, we come boldly before your throne of mercy, the throne of grace, because we know you have a table spread and you want to encourage someone. Lord, you want to do that this morning. Come and have your way. We all want to sit and be fed. We all need you. Grant thy prayer. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. God bless you, God bless you musicians. Praise God. Overcoming the spirit of discouragement. That's what I'm speaking about this morning. Now discouragement comes from the word courage. The word discouragement is the opposite of courage. Discouragement is losing the courage to continue. 
uh, especially when we have lost our motivation. You lose the courage to continue. When you lose uh, uh, the motivation to press forward. You know, when you lose, because maybe the valley is too steep. Or maybe the valley is too dark. And maybe the battle is fierce. And then you become discouraged. When you are discouraged, you cannot overcome. When you are discouraged, you cannot move forward. When you are discouraged, you are bound. It's not that you don't have potential. You still have the potentials within you. But when you are discouraged, you don't see your potential anymore. When you are discouraged, you only look at the difficulty. You only look at the problem. You look at how fierce the battle is. Amen. Amen. You look at how dark it is. Now I have three daughters. And one of them, Fshiba, where is she? Is she anywhere around here? Oh, right here. Praise God. She's a beautiful young lady. But while growing up, I noticed among the three of them, that there is one thing that she's very bold. Very bold. Actually, she's more confident than her elder sister. But there is one thing that discourages her, and that is darkness. Last night, power went off. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know whether women ever sleep. My wife told me in the wee hours of the night she came in our room. I was, I was dead asleep. I didn't, I didn't see her. So, mothers, God bless you. Let us give a hand to mothers. They are wonderful. So, if Sheba was in her room, because it was dark in her room, I don't know how she senses darkness. It's like she has a sensor. The moment power goes off, even if she was sleeping for two hours, she will wake up immediately. She senses darkness. And she fears darkness. Even if she's a strong woman. Very confident. Very strong. But that one discourages her. Praise God. I just gave an example of my daughter. Because I know I will go back at home and kiss her and she will forget what I said. But right now it, it is boiling down in her But each of us here, we have things that discourage us. Although when we are before people who want to put up a good face, 
And uh, you don't want people to know that you are discouraged. But you know, God knows you are discouraged. And that's why he gave me this sermon this morning. Many people get discouraged to continue. They don't want to press forward. They fear to press forward. Because it is too dark. Because the battle is so fierce. And the motivation to press forward dwindles away. And now, this being the first service in this new year, in this, in this last month of the old year, I'm realizing that we are getting into the new year. And there many people who had set goals that this year I will do this and this and this and this and this. How many here achieved everything they wanted to achieve this year? Everything. How many are a little discouraged that they were not able to achieve what they wanted to achieve? Okay, those ones are a little discouraged. How many are really discouraged because they did not achieve something? Right. God bless you. How many are very discouraged? All right. All right. God bless you. This message is for you this morning. The ones who are not discouraged, the service is dismissed. The ones who are discouraged this morning, this service is for you this morning. And I trust that the Lord will minister to your soul. So please pay attention. Let us see what the Lord has for us. And someone asked me the other day, actually two or three people asked me a question. Say, Pastor, I've been going through the whole year. And I see that you've been preaching a lot of sermons. And each time you preach, you preach a fresh inspiration. How do you get these summons to preach? And I, I told, I said to the person, honestly, when he asked me, I did not know the answer to this. And when the second person asked me, I, I came to think of it. I said, why are they all asking me the same thing? Here is what I want to tell you. It's not about me or the preacher. It is about God and your need. God knows your need. And that's why he inspires the preacher to preach about your need. Because God wants to take you out of your situation. That's why when you are hearing a preacher preach and he's preaching about your condition, the preacher knows nothing about your condition. But God knows your condition and he's inspiring the preacher to talk about it so you can build faith to come out of it. If you understand it, say Amen. And so I was uh, asking the Lord, what will I speak about this morning? And then, you know, those words just came in my ears. Overcoming the spirit of discouragement. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I, I want us to take it this way. I will begin in the Old Testament. Where I want us to see an example of people that were discouraged. 
There are many people who have been discouraged in this life. Some of them prophets. Others lay members. Others just believers. People have been discouraged each time. It's not a new thing to be discouraged. It is the same old story. Tell the devil it's the same old story. The reason why the devil discourages you is because he wants you to give up. Brother Shem, can you give me a little more sound? My voice is really cracky this morning. He wants you to give up. That's why he discourages you. He wants you to give up. Tell your neighbor he wants you to give up. But I'm here this morning as an angel of the Lord to you telling you don't give up. Don't give up. No retreat. No surrender. The moment you decided, you must go through with the thing. You must finish the thing. You are not going to be like you. You are going to be like Jesus. When Jesus came down from heaven, he came down to the earth. He came determined to die for the sinners. He was determined and the devil discouraged him many times. He even came through his uh, disciples Peter, Peter and he told him why do you have to die why 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 the moment Jesus realized that yes. was the devil discouraging him he turned to Peter he said get thee behind me Satan Jesus realized it was not Peter discouraging him. There was a spirit behind Peter trying to discourage Jesus from pressing forward. Brother, sister, it is not your sister. It is not your brother. It is not your mother. It is not your friend. There is a spirit and that spirit is God discouragement. So I want to expose that spirit today and after I've exposed it, we all shall be more than conquerors. The spirit, that spirit is one of the most filthy spirits. Even people who are destined for great things they have been tempted by that spirit of discouragement. And Jesus, when he was tempted by it, he found out. He said, I'm not going to give up. I've gone too far to give back. I've gone too far to look back. I am not going to give up. I wonder how many will say the same thing here today. I've gone too far to look back. Amen. I love Sister Favor what you posted on the group. Said, I've counted the cost and I've still made up my mind. The cost is great, but I've still made up my mind not to give up. Hallelujah. Amen. The cost of serving Jesus, the cost of living for, for, for the world is very dear, very expensive. You have to sacrifice a lot. But are you made up in your mind not to give up? In the book of Exodus chapter 5, verses 22, Maybe someone is on the brink of giving up. Let us try to deal with you this morning. Verses 22. 
Hallelujah. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he has done evil to these people. Neither has thou delivered thy people at all. O kuvatana abiri mubiri, masana dayeri mukama, na yogeranti, ai mukama, chichi echukukozesa obubi abantumano, chichi echukutamizanze, kubanga kasoke dengija erifalao, o kogera mulinyario, akoze bubi abantumano, so tewaba tewaba wonya abantubona katono. On Friday, we were talking about prayer. A believer overcomes in prayer. Here is Moses praying. But when he went before God, he was discouraged. Brother, when you are discouraged, go in prayer. It is prayer that defeats the spirit of discouragement. How many believe it? If you believe it, say amen. Prayer. He went before God in prayer. And God, his complaint was, Lord, why have you done this evil before? Why have you done this? The people you have treated them so badly. You know God met Moses and he told him, go, I will deliver the people with a mighty hand. Just to go, Moses. You are my man. I've anointed you. I've anointed you. Tell you, do this sign. Put your Moses said, yeah, this is power. But he said, but I can't speak. He said, don't worry, I give you Aaron. He will be your prophet and he will be his God. You are going to be my mouthpiece. Meaning, if you are God, will anything fail? Will anything fail? Meaning, you are God, you are the creator. So God, God lifts up this and he showed him nothing will be impossible you. you are going to just go and take the people out it's going to be power it's going to be signs it's going to be wonders Moses go you are going to be a God to this people Moses came with a lot of zeal you know remember those days when you were just starting out with a lot of Zilumuri and he made the children of Israel to suffer even more than before Moses came. Moses saw that. He said, I thought uh, uh, my ministry was powerful. I thought I was delivering this people. What just happened? He continued doing the same. Still, Pharaoh hardened. He tightened the knot. The children of Israel continued to suffer. Even in a greater way. Uh, Moses, who was on fire. He reduced. He said there is a problem. 
there is a problem with God. Do you think that was Moses speaking? It was the spirit of discovery. It was right behind him. Telling him, your God has a problem. If he was with you, why are the people suffering? Who do you think is making them suffer? Is it Pharaoh? No, it is your God. Your God has a problem. So Moses his heart bowed. And he came out. He said, God, why are you so evil in treating these people? Why have you sent me here? Since I came here, I've been speaking to Pharaoh in your name, but he has done evil to these people. And you, God, you, you have not delivered them. So God, tell me, who is the problem? Is it me? Is it Pharaoh? It is you who have not delivered them. That was the spirit of discouragement trying to discourage the man of God from realizing that God was powerful. There is no what. There is no word that God has given that he is not intending to fulfill. Oh my, you people help me preach this morning. Every word that God has given whether by word or by vision or by dream or by prophecy he will accomplish that. Because he is God. He is God. Tell somebody he is God. God is God. And he never fails. He never fails. But the people. They always listen to that spirit. The spirit of discouragement. It will always come. And find you in those moments. When you are alone. It will wait until I finish my sermon. And then when you are out there. And it will come. Very cunningly. What did he say? But let us look at the reality. How are you sincere? How is your life? Are you overcoming? You think you will ever live sin? You know you cannot. Just leave it. Just give up. You know you are a failure. It's a very bad spirit. And it comes and finds you in those moments. And then you become discouraged. Even physically you give up. You no longer want to come to church. Because you are discouraged. That spirit can even use people. It, they will come and speak to you things. Which will discourage you. Whereby you feel you no longer want to go to church. You no longer want to hear the preacher preach. You know that spirit can use anyone. We saw it used Peter. Uh, Peter. Uh, to discourage Jesus. Peter, a preacher, a pastor, an apostle. He was used by the devil before he received the Holy Spirit. The spirit of discouragement. It was behind him. Tried to discourage Jesus. But because Jesus was God, the devil found his mark. He found more than a mark. Jesus is more than a mark to the devil. Whenever that spirit of discouragement comes, let me tell you, we have 
have an anchor. Our anchor holds within Jesus. That Jesus is no longer somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. He abides within us. He is always there. When the devil comes to discourage us, he is always there to combat the devil, to defeat the devil, to tell us words of faith, words which will bring us back to the world. And Moses was discouraged. He told God, how can you do that? You have not even delivered your people. Maybe you are also discouraged. You are saying, for sure, God has not delivered you. When the year was beginning, pastor preached to us. And he told us about a man called Arnold Von Winkley. How many remember that service? Arnold Von Winkley. And he said, Arnold Von Winkley made a determination to fight for his people. And our Arnold von Winkley is our Jesus Christ. He went where the battle was hot and he has fought for us. And we are just going to collect the victory to walk in his, in his footsteps. And now the devil will come and tell you sincerely which victory have you collected in 2023? And he will try to discourage you. Why are you even uh, attending church regularly? Why are you giving your heart and money? For the land fund. Yeah, which, mm. which land has been bought? Even how long will it take? It may even take 50 years. Even just would have come back no, by yes, then. And, and you are giving. Uh, youth meetings, youth meetings. Now you are going to give. What will you get, get out of it? Let me tell you. That is the spirit of discussion. You think you will ever get married? Ah, it's very difficult. You think it is that easy? Don't even think about it. All boys are just rubbish. All, all girls are just nothing. They are not faithful. And you think you will find one. Ah, just leave it. Live your life, live happy. And uh, just don't really think marriage, marriage. What is, what is good in it? Speed of discouragement. Speed of discouragement. You think you can live right? You think you can live holy? You cannot. Sincerely tell me. Who in the Bible lived perfect? The devil will leave you for some time. David. You know what David did? Don't you know? Do you want me to remind you? Uh, Moses. Come on. Don't tell me you don't know the scripture. Moses had anger. So you're not so bad. You are in good company. And then you begin to say, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not bad. So the, the word will come. But it will be like as if it is hitting you. Because you have been discouraged. Let me tell you, church. That is a spirit. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. And it's not a spirit of God. It's a spirit of darkness.
You think that you can live holy? It is impossible. It, it, that it doesn't exist. Religion just deceives us. Don't tell me you've not heard any of those voices. You think you will build a house? <laughs> you cannot. You see the economy. Do you think you're going to get a job? Hi. If you want to get a job, you have to bribe. You have to uh, pay someone. You have to and you don't even have connections. So forget about it. And then you find someone in the church. Pastor is preaching. You can make it. <laughs> ah, pastor. <laughs> Brother, sister, you are discouraged. That spirit is sitting on you like a duck. And I'm coming here to attack you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a spirit. Jesus noticed it. And when it sat on Moses, Moses became overpowered by discouragement. He felt so bad. If Moses did not go before God, he could not have overcome. And Moses went before God. Brother, sister, when you are discouraged, come before God. Come before God in prayer. God will encourage you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you how he encouraged him. In chapter 6, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, uh -huh. God is now speaking back. Now shalt thou see. Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Now you will see. Oh my God. Do you want to speak like God? Encourage your neighbor. Tell them, now you are going to see what I will do to your enemy, to your Pharaoh. When God is provoked in prayer, God comes out. And what did you say? Me. Now you are going to see what I'm going to do. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now you are going to see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go. The devil is not going to just let you go. The devil is going to let you go with a strong hand. Listen well. Satani, the devil is not just going to just let you go. go. Will let you go by being forced. He would have been oppressed. Do you know putting pressure? <laughs> Wait a moment. When God puts pressure on your enemy, 
the, your enemy cannot withstand that. He will let you go with a strong heart. He will not just release you. He will release you with a strong heart. I don't know what you are hearing. But I'm hearing Rema for me. Satan is going to let me go by a strong heart. He's going to be forced. The kinsman redeemer is also the kinsman enforcer. He enforces the devil. He enforces Satan to bow down to the word of God. To the will of God. God has a will. And his will is his word. And God has a covenant. And his covenant is his promise. He cannot break it. He fulfills it. If God said anything about me, it must come to pass. Praise God. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, my God, you people to enjoy this, you need to preach with me this morning. God said unto Moses, I am the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know what that means? If I come to you and I tell you, I am Talemoa. It means what? It means what? Thank God I have a good name. It means I don't fail. <laughs> if you tell me, but you promised me to give me 10,000, and you didn't bring it, now I'm uh, wait. I am Talemua. Meaning, no matter what you say, I can't fail. And that's what God was telling Moses. <laughs> Say, Moses, Musa. wait, wait, wait. You are talking a lot of gibberish. I am God. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I am God. Hallelujah. The Lord means overall. And he continues on and he said, I appeared unto Abraham and unto Isaac and unto Jacob by the name of Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. God is now coming to Moses in a much higher way. He's telling them, I came to Abraham, I came to Isaac, I came to Jacob. When I was known to them as Almighty, they knew me as the Lord Almighty. But to you, Moses, to you, Moses, I am going to be more than that. I am going to reveal to you another glory of my name. I am Jehovah. Hallelujah. Jehovah means Savior, Redeemer. Hallelujah. To you, I am going to be known as a redeemer, as a savior. I'm going to redeem them 
And I speak to you, church. We even know him in a much higher glory. We know him not only as the Almighty, not only as Jehovah, but as Jesus. Jesus, the name above all. Hallelujah. That means he can't fail. Every promise he makes, every covenant, he will accomplish it. And I have established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan. The land of their pilgrimage. Wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptians kept in bondage. I want to say to you, church, I am not just reading words here like a newspaper. Let me bring it out of here to you here now. And God is saying to you, Hallelujah. Amen. I have heard the groaning. Who is groaning here? What did you see? God's promises fulfilled. Wanted to be encouraged. God is saying, I have had your groaning. I have had your groaning. I have had your groaning. He said, I have had the groaning of my people. And I have remembered my covenant. Oh, hallelujah. I've remembered my covenant. God has remembered his covenant with you. When did he make that covenant? When you believed him as your personal savior, he made a covenant with you. An everlasting covenant. He said, I'll be with you. I'll be in you until the end of the world. It's a covenant. Unbreakable. And he's saying today, I've remembered my covenant. Hallelujah. Go away. Amen. The spirit of discouragement must be running on steroids this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord. And I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. Hey. My God. What did you say, Lord? That I'll bring you out. Out of the, from the burden of the Egyptians. What burden are you on this morning? That I'll bring you out. I'm poor. I'll bring you out. I have no tuition. I'll bring you out. I have no wife. I'll bring you out. I have no business. My business is failing. I'll bring you out. I have no hope. I'll bring you out. I have no hope. I said I'll bring you out. Don't you believe me? I am the Lord. And I will rid you out of their bondage. And I will redeem you with a stretched out arm. Hmm. Hallelujah. It 
doesn't matter where you are. You may be so deep. Deep in sin. Deep into the world. Deep into your culture. Deep into your mindset. But God is saying, I'm going to take you out. They are now stretched out. The arm of the Lord is not too short that it can't reach you. Wherever you are, sister. Hallelujah. Amen. His hand will find you. Oh, hallelujah. We have a reason to rejoice. We have a reason to rejoice because his hand has stretched out to us. When we rejoice, we have a reason. We are not out of place. The devil has been preaching long enough. It's time for our God to speak. When Job was persecuted by the devil, afflicted, his friends came and they discouraged him. But when Elihu, oh, hallelujah. The first time I preached that sermon, the Spirit of God came upon me. And I prophesied. Spoke. Told my wife. That's say the Lord. I'm going to have a son. And his name shall be Elihu. Sometimes prophecies. People fear to say that. And people fear to hear that. But I don't fear. Because if it is God, it happens. And the Bible tells us He will speak to us in prophecies, in dreams, in visions. We believe in this things. And today, Elihu is here. Hallelujah. Amen. And when Prophet Elihu arose, he came to them and he said, you people I've let you speak I've let you speak and you have spoke all you had to say but now hear me, let me also speak and I, he said, I speak not of my own I speak in the name of the Lord after the devil has come to you with a spirit of discouragement Let's listen to me church he has preached and preached Maybe through people, maybe through spirits, maybe through conditions and situations. Listen, let me also speak. Let me also speak. For I'm speaking in the name of the Lord. Amen. That's how Eddie was saying. And that's how I say it this morning. For what I'm speaking to you is not my thoughts. Hallelujah. Amen. It is by inspiration. Amen. Hallelujah. And I will take you to me for a people. And I'll be to you a God. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. Which bringeth you out of the under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I'll bring you into the land. Amina. I bring you unto the land concerning the which I did swear to give it unto Abraham unto Isaac unto Jacob and I'll give it to you for an heritage I am the Lord that land was a physical land in Palestine but I want to tell you this morning God has not failed Israel he gave them that land and 
to us too God cannot fail us God has a promised land for us God has a promised land for me a land flowing with milk and honey a land that is good the land of the Holy Spirit the land of love the land of plenty the land of riches the land of joy the land of peace peace that passes all under the land of plenty the land of food the land of children the land of husbands the land of wives Amen. are you hearing what I'm saying God has said I will take you into that land He's a promised land. It's a covenant he made with them. But for us, we are also attached to We have a promised land. Tell your neighbor we have a promised land. What do you need? Say what you need. That's your promised land. You must enter into it. He has promised you. Oh, brother Marvin. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Well, you can stay in your chair and miss it, or you can stand up and receive it. God bless you, my brother. God is taking you into your land. Oh my, did you tell me to come here to you? God is taking you into your land. You are receiving your land. Hallelujah. Amen. My God, our God never fails. He has a promised land for you. For you, for you, for you. For you. For you, Sister Grace. There's a promised land for you. Hallelujah. Amen. My God. The deep calls to the deep. Don't throw away your promise. Due to a little discouragement. Brother Branham says in this message. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Uh, by calling ourselves Christians who believe in the great Jehovah God the promises that he gives and the benefits he's got for us and the first little discouragement we throw it away. Do we know the promises we have? We have plenty of promises. But we get a little discouraged. I've given up. I won't die. You've given up. You've given up. The church has given up. The people have given up. And but the man speaks of a little Thomas Edison. The man that founded light or, or the, a bulb or whatever. He believed that they would light. No matter that he was called crazy. But that didn't stop him. He believed that he would like. And he kept on. Until he proved. That it would like. And he gave the world electricity. 
Well, electricity has been here all the time. We've always had electricity. But they did not know nothing about it until we had a Thomas Edison. And a Benjamin Franklin. Listen, they didn't give up. They didn't throw away their purpose. What is our purpose? Why are we here? Why are we here? Ask yourself a question. We have a purpose. We have a goal. It's greater than the one uh, uh, Thomas had. We don't want just to make a bulb. A ball of light. We want to become the light itself. And that's our goal. In the city where the lamb is lying. The city where there come at night. We have a mansion over there. And when free from toil and care. I am going where the lamb is alive. If the lamb is alive, what will you be? He says, we don't know what we shall be. But when he comes, we shall be like him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to be like him. We must overcome the world at all costs. In every condition. By all means possible. We must overcome the world. Don't care how you do it. But don't fail God. Because God did not fail you. You must be persistent. Don't accept discouragement. By all means. Just say I must overcome. Don't put down your instruments of fighting. Fight brother. Fight sister. Until you overcome. Christianity is a battle for us to go in the promised land. God gave them the promised land. And then he told them. But I've given it to you. But it wasn't empty. There were Anakites, Amalekites, uh, Jebusites, Philistines. And he said to them, Fight. But I'll fight for you. But you must make a reserve. A reserve to fight. But every footstep that you take is possession. Every footstep will be possession. Meaning, Jehovah, where you come from, you have overcome, you want to go back. And it belongs to you. Your enemy won't come back. Hallelujah. When you overcome adultery, it's a footstep. You can't go back. When you overcome lying, it's a footstep. That is a You can't go back. When you overcome pride, it's a footstep. That is a step. You don't go back. When you overcome loving the world, that is a footstep. Whatever you overcome, those grounds, which had all those things, they become your possession. Meaning, sin will not rule over you, but you will rule over you. The flesh will not rule over you. But you will rule over it. You become 
a conqueror. And here, we notice, we also have a promised land. Our promised land of joy. But the devil wants to take it away from us. I say, church, let us fight. Tell your neighbor, let us fight. There are many who give up. But it's not time for us to give up. It's not time to give up. Don't give up. Let's fight. The good fight of faith. For in due time, we shall wear a crown. When the battle is over, we shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. And when the battle is over, oh, sing with me now. We shall wear a crown. In the new Jerusalem. Sing with me now. We wear a crown. We wear a crown. We wear a bright and shining we shall wear a crown in the new Jerusalem. Proverbs 14.5 says a false witness, a faithful witness will not lie. But a false witness will utter lies. Now, this spirit of discouragement is connected to the spirit of a false witness. And it uses lies to overpower you. <coughs> Praise God. If you love somebody, somebody can come to you and tell, tell you something. Ah, do you know how bad that person is? They did everything. And then you feel like, what? I will never be in touch with them again. It's a spirit of discouragement that has now come over you. And it is in homes. It's in families. It's in churches. It's in society. It's everywhere. In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16, these six things does the Lord hate. And seven are an abomination unto him. Let us look at these things. This is connected to the spirit of discouragement. Listen, listen now, listen, please. One, a proud look. 17. Everybody say a proud look. A proud look, church. A lying tongue. Come on, repeat after me now. I want you to put it on your, on your lips now. Alright, can we start over again? A proud look. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. And a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Fit. That be swift in running to mystery. 
a false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among a brethren. Praise God! This is the root of the spirit of discouragement. How many are going to help me to approve? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you, as I'm speaking to you right now, you have bitterness about somebody. Bitterness is a root that has been planted in your heart by the spirit of discouragement. A child of God should never at any time have bitterness. What is bitterness? When you don't want to tolerate even a name of a person. Who are you saying? Don't talk to me about that person. I I finished up with that one. That is a root of bitterness. Root of bitterness. You are bitter in your soul. You are bitter in your spirit. And you are discouraged about that person. We can call it a bias. But it is bitterness. That's the one. Ah, that one. Don't tell me. And you, you are a believer. You are in the church. But you are bitter about somebody. Did you know that even when someone does bad to you or speaks against you, if you have true love, you will still love them. Love seeketh not her own. Love vaunteth not itself. Love is not puffed up. Love is, uh, is, is, is kind. Does not fail. Love does not fail. If there is a brother or a sister in the church that you cannot hug or shake a hand and truly say I love you from your heart you are not filled with the spirit and you need to be born again did you mean that pastor yes I meant why because you have a root of bitterness Judas came Jesus knew everything. But Judas came. He said, oh my Jesus. And, and Jesus was like, oh yes. Brother Judas. And, and Judas was like, <laughs> and Judas said, oh brother Judas. That's how you're betraying me. <laughs> Jesus did not, Jesus wasn't like, go even you, have, you don't know I do. I know what you're doing. You are betraying me now. You are cast. No. He was like very gentle. Because he loved you. Oh, Judas. 
So my brother, before you go, that's how you have betrayed me. Brother, sister, have you reached that level? Whereby you will even love your enemy. Even when someone goes and speaks something against you, you will still have no bitterness in their heart for that. If there is one thing that God gave me since I received the Holy Spirit, was love in my heart. I have no bitterness against anyone in the world. I remember there is one day I had, uh, uh, I, I had bitterness in my heart. I said, Oh God, but I, I thought I have the Holy Ghost. Said, oh God, help me. And I was preaching and I was a preacher and I was traveling and, and I thought I, I had the Holy Spirit. But maybe I had received emotions of it. I don't know. But let me tell you, that's why we should every time receive experience after Then one day, I was in China. In the city of Shenzhen. And I was feeling this bitterness in my heart about this person. What they did to me. How they did it. How they planned it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh God. This person didn't mean it. The Holy Spirit began convincing me. He didn't mean it. I saw these Chinese people who can't even speak my language, but they love me. They receive me in their homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh God. One brother picked up the picture brother Branham with a pill of fire. And he was showing me without of course speaking that do you know this man? And do you believe this pill of fire? Jesus Christ. The one who was with the, 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 the whatever. In the Bible, you had the Bible, they showed me. I said yes. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he hugged me. <laughs> so as I was walking out, I said, oh God, I experienced love. I said, God, who am I to have bitterness against anybody? Friends, it was that day that the Holy Spirit visited me on that street in Shenzhen and poured a lot of love in my heart. And the first words I spoke while tears were coming it was real, friends. I said, I forgive. And right in there, I started oh, feeling an inspiration coming to me. I ran to my room, picked up a pen, and, and pen started writing the, and that song. And we've sung it several times. When I needed to forgive all those who hurt me, I couldn't do it, even to those that haunt me. But when is grace found me so wretched, poor and blind? I couldn't help it but to say I forgive. And from that moment I knew that I was free. That I loved everyone on earth. I tell you, even now, since then, I love everyone. 
Can you sing with me? Imbanang. Makes me love everybody. It makes me love everybody. It makes me love everybody. It's good enough for me. Give me that old time. Tell your neighbor now. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It's good enough for me. It makes me love everybody. Makes me love everybody. It makes me love everybody. It's good enough for me. I only hate the devil. I only hate the devil. But I love everybody. Ever since I received that old time religion in my soul. Father, when you receive it right now, you will realize that it's a lot of joy. It will save you a lot of trouble. You will never be bitter again. You will always be sweet. You will always be happy. You have the sense of fulfillment in your heart. Whereby you don't have anything against anybody. Even those that do bad to you, you still love them There's one old preacher that came to me and asked, uh, don't you have enemies? I said, no. I have no enemies. So how about if I told you you do? So maybe they, they, are my, they are enemies to me, but I'm not enemies I have no enemies. Can we, each of us, say that? Do you love everybody? No, no, be real now. Let's be real now. Let's be sincere. Now, if there is someone you don't like very much, do you know what you need to do? Do you know you can decide to love them from today? Truly from your heart. And just say, I forgive them. What they did to me, I forgive them. If you hold bitterness in your heart, your heart will get cancers. And you will die. Brother, sister, you need to have nothing but love in your heart. Since Jesus came into my heart. Oh my, I can go on that line for long. Six things that God hates. A proud look. A lying tongue. A lying tongue. A lying tongue. You can be in a taxi. Here, somebody. No, I, I, I mean, I mean, what is this border? I mean, Busia. The, the man is right in town. Here. I mean, Busia. Unbelievers also lie. You lie. Think about it. A lying tongue. It's these lying tongues that discourage believers. When you tell a lie, someone will be discouraged. Hands that shed innocent blood. It begins in the womb. You find those hands, people. Mm, 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 mm. You have to die. A child that is innocent. You have to die. The child will fight for our life. No, you have to die. Abortion. Innocent blood. 
people go and kill people in cold blood. What causes that? Hatred and a lack of love in their souls. Jealousy begins to come up because somebody's getting something better than you. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. I've often seen people. You, there are people who know how to devise wicked imaginations. See, someone can see a gate. You, you are saying, wow, what a beautiful gate. And someone will be saying, for example, if I was to steal from this house, how can I enter here? In their mind, it is twisted. How can I do something wrong? In your head, you are imagining wicked stuff. Wicked things. How can I do that? How can I do this? How can I do that? How can I steal that? How, how, how can I deceive this one? How can I lie him? How can I do that? A heart that devises wicked imaginations. God helps it. Feet that is swift to run into mischief. The friend will come and say, let's go to disco. Hey, disco. <laughs> okay. You will not remember even that you are a believer. When you are there. Hey, by the way, Amanda, you were so fast to go there. I've seen, let me say this. I've seen some believers who have been faked because of this thing. Quickly running to mischief. One believer came to me and said, Pastor, this one was good. He didn't quickly run. He, he was saved because of that. He said, Pastor, I have a deal. But before I tell you, please make sure you don't tell anyone. I said, why you always tell? So he started telling me. He said, there is this... Uh, uh, Whatever in America, America I, I only need to give them this amount. And they are going to give me a scholarship. And they, but they told me I should not tell anybody. They are going to give me a scholarship with a package of so much money. And I said, Ah, okay. Before I even saw the facts, I knew someone was faking me. But I said, hey, okay. Can I look at the deal? He said, but are you sure you want to see it? I said, sure, yeah, I want to see it. I said, okay. I said, okay, now. Why are you telling me, brother? I'm telling you, pastor. Because I want you to support me. Give me some of this money. It's about $200. And I will pay you back. Because after all, I'm going to be able and um, I told the brother, now, do you believe me as your pastor? <laughs> said, yes. Now I'm advising you <laughs> to not answer this email. <laughs> because those are 
internet scammers. They are scamming you. So are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. They are scamming you. Another one came up. Said, you know, Pastor, they, uh, they have sent me a package at the airport. It, it is a lot of things. I said, who sent it to you? My friend from, uh, from, from America, America sent me a package. But please, don't talk to anybody. I just wanted to borrow me 300,000. I cleared the taxes. They want me to send to them so they can clear and then forward it to me. How many have you experienced this kind of things? Uh -huh. And then, say, Pastor, don't tell anyone. Are you sure? It is real. I said, wait. You said he's your friend. Yes. How long have you known him? Yeah, he's my friend. You know, I think we went to school together. But as I continued to investigate, I don't even know whether that person was here or in another place. If you were here, I don't even remember. Some, don't say that I spoke in seconds. So, as I continued to investigate, the person was not even existing in his life. Never met him, never seen him. But because he did not listen to me, he picked money from someone else. And he paid it. And the person doom, disappeared. So I asked him, brother, how far did that go? Did you get your package? Ah, pastor. They scammed me. But I told you. But you are so quick to accept a lie, to be a part of the lie, to be a part of the, of the, of the scamming yourself. You are now scamming other people. So fast in running to mischief. And other people, they tell you, if you bring this money and bring in 10 people, you will also quickly uh, get, get, get And then you, you also make more money. And then others make more money. So just make sure you get them. Now you are going to be on fire. You put in your first money. And then you are very... Very many people have been cheated. Yet we have a message which told us that if we want to do an investment, we should, we should first research the company. What are they dealing with? What are they dealing in? How credible are they? How long have they been working in the industry? What are they doing exactly? Don't believe in this get rich overnight schemes. Our prophet has told us that. Get rich overnight. Oh, if you are here and you are believing to get rich in one night, I'm discouraging you today. There are people who are very lazy. They don't want to invest. They don't want to work. But they want a, a a miracle that is working with two hands, with four legs. You understand? Someone, sincerely, how can you believe you are going to be rich in one night? Sincerely. Young people, older ones, how can you believe that? I hope that no one in this church ever falls victim of this kind of thing. We believe in working. We believe in good investments. 
Establishing a foundation. And building on it. Building on it. Sweating. Praise the name of the Lord. We, this church is an example of it. We started in a home. We to a small place. We came here. Soon we will go to our church. But by the time we go to our church, every member of this church will know the genesis and how difficult it has been. And that's why we are not discouraged. We know where we are going. We know what we believe. We know what God has called us to do. Some people who don't have vision, they get discouraged so fast because things are not working so fast. It has never been meant to work so fast. And they quickly run to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. You find someone moving like wind. Coming to this sister. Do you know the other brother? Do you know what they are doing? Oh. I didn't know. Do you know what you are Now when everybody comes to church, they are all clouded with that spirit of discouragement. That brother, how can he do that? You are thinking about him, but she's also thinking about him. How can that sister do that? That spirit can even break a, a home, can break a family, can break marriage, can break a church. And when you see people clouded with that spirit of this sowing discord among the brethren, just run from them. And I pray for them. Don't be a participant. Stand for what is right. Stand for the word of God. And you will receive the blessing of God. Now I know I've taken quite some time on that scripture. But that has been the heart of this summer. For that, if you overcome these seven things, you have already overcome the speed of discouragement. Now, in the next few minutes, let us, let us continue with the, with the Israel and then we shall conclude. In, the, in, in uh, Numbers chapter 13, Moses, in Numbers 13, verses 20, takes the spies to the, uh, 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 tells the spies to be of good courage. And uh, let us see their report on their return. After Moses told them, be of good courage, go, you can take the land. Numbers chapter 13, verse 25. Everyone turn there if you can. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel and to the wilderness of Peron, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and said unto the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Can you read oh. that? 
So they admitted the land had fruits. The land was good. The land was following milk and honey. As, as, as God had said. Verse 27. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and sure it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea, and by the coast of Jordan. I have a question. What, what was... Um, what was the work that Moses gave these spies? Does anybody know? What was the work they were supposed to do? They were supposed to go and do what? Sorry? And give the report. But now, what kind of spy? They wanted, they, they was to go and see if everything is the way God said it was. If the land is good, flow with the milk and honey, and whether everything is there, and whether they will take the land. So they came back. And said, it is true. The land is there. It's good. Even the fruits are here. But now, whatever they were going to say was unnecessary. You know, the, 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 the Americans here, the Amorites, the Jebusites, and the, men, the great men of Anak, the Canaanites, oh, mm. it's very difficult. And while they were speaking, Caleb hushed the people. In verse 30, he, he, he said, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome. Before Caleb spoke, everybody, at first, when they saw the fruits coming, the land is there. The land is there. The land is there. Let us hear what they have to say. That the land is there. It's good. It's flowing with milk and honey. People were like, ah! Everybody was excited. But, they are also Amalekites, Anakites, Canaanites, and they are very difficult. So the people were like, ooh. 
they became discouraged. It was a false witness that delivered lies. Wait. Did I say lies? Yes. But was it not realities? It was reality. But it was lies. Because it's not what God said. Do you get it, brother? Amen. If you got it, say amen. And Caleb, Caleb had them speaking the lies. He said, wait, 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 everybody. Shut up. I don't want to know anything. Let us get up at once. And take the land. We are able to overcome. The ten were clouded with the strength of their enemies. You know that the promise became so dim before their eyes. I'm coming to the climax of this, so don't, don't shut up on me now. Follow me closely here now. The, the, the promise became so dim in their eyes because of how big their enemy was. And as a result, they gave a very discouraging testimony. And I want to say we are given a promise. We are to focus on the promise. Tell your neighbor we are to focus on the promise. Not the realities of impossibilities. They are realities. And they look impossible. We are not to focus on that. Like Caleb, I say, let us go up at once and possess the land. We are able to overcome it. And now look at this. The, the others did not shut up, they continued. With their discouraging realities. I wish you would get that word realities. Are you hearing me, church? Verse 31. And the man that went up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. Reality number one. And they brought up an evil report of the land. An evil report. Oh my God. Why was it evil? Because it is not what God said. The land thought that which we have gone to to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come to the, to, of the, which come of the giants. And we are in our own in their own sight as grasshoppers. The facts. We are now on the drawing board. Let us begin to draw the facts. 
Fact number one. The Canaanites were stronger than the Israelites. If it is true, you say amen. The Canaanites were men of great stature. The sons of Anak were giants. Right? Israelis looked like little grasshoppers. Is that correct? However, these were facts according to the physical eyes. I don't know if somebody's getting it. These were facts according to what they were saying. To repeat these facts is to give an evil report of the land. That was the spirit of discouragement being breathed on the people. They had to take God at his word. They did not have to look at the facts. Can we bring it down to today? As we conclude. The facts today. I try to list them here. My, my page was filling up. I couldn't finish it. The facts is that you may not be highly educated. Is that a fact today? Among many Christians. Is that not true? Is that not a fact? You may not even know how to write your name. Don't we have many Christians like that? Not knowing how to write your name. Alright, that's a fact. It's a reality. You may not be rich. Brother Enoch. Are you rich? Brother Andrew. Are you rich? They are not answering me. Sister Fever. Are you rich? Esther, are you rich? You are confused. At least I trust someone here. Brother Segawa, are you rich? He's a rich man here. I'm trying to find someone who can tell you they are rich. <laughs> yes, my sister, you are smiling. Brother Billy Paul, I shame all these people. Are you rich? 
God bless you, brother. Come here, come here, This brother is rich. God bless you with a lot of riches. In Jesus' name. That, that's true. Is what God, God's word said. But now, can we surely come to the reality? The reality. Sincerely speaking. Are you rich? No. No. God bless you. Now, I just discouraged you. You said you are rich. You came me on fire. Walking like a rich man. And then all of a sudden, you said, no, I'm not rich. You are the one who said you are not rich. Is it me who forced you to say it? I simply asked you to say the reality. And you said the reality. Now, that's how the reality is. And that's how the devil discouraged us. After the pastor says, Say you are rich. The word of God says, The blessing of God, it makes you rich. You say, Amen. I am rich. The devil of God, I will say, Sincerely, how much money do you have? <laughs> you see, so, the fact is, the reality is, we are poor. <laughs> That's the reality. That's the fact. I'm sorry if you are rich. But even if you are rich, you are poor. Because that money is nothing. And the fact is, many believers don't have much money. The fact is, even in our own assembly, many people don't eat all meals in a day. Is that not true? Is that not so? That's the reality. It's the fact. We know these things. That's the fact. Right. Another fact is that many of us come from a very poor background. We are not only poor, our but even we come from a very poor background. You don't even remember who drove a car in your family. That's true. Now, Another reality is that many of you, you are the devil pulls you deep in sin. That when you're not in church, out there, the temptations are real. They are real. I'm not supposed to lie. But sincerely, how can I pass here? I need to tell a little lie. God will give mercy. That's the reality. It is here. It's on the ground. You know it. God knows it. The devil knows it. Those three, you can't lie. It's the reality. And that's why when the devil comes, he comes to say, What did you say? That you are born again. <laughs> you said a few Your life. Sincerely, you know sincerely. Let, let us be sincere. What, what kind of life that do you live? 
Can you say you don't tell lies? Can, can you say you don't have lust? Say the truth. Young people, if I call you here, who, who can I call? Let me and and I ask you, that brother, you don't have lust. Will you say amen? I don't. I'll call someone here. <laughs> I'll call someone here right now. And we ask them after they tell us, yeah, pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. okay. But said the reality. <laughs> to, to be sincere. <laughs> to look down. Even if they say, yeah, yeah, still yeah. But they say it when they are looking down now. Because now, it's the fact. It's the reality. The devil knows that. You know it. And God knows it. It's the reality. Oh, we don't have to be sick. But the reality is, even as I speak, many of you are sick. And are taking medicine. How many are on medication? Right now. You feel bad. Just raise up your hand. Look around. We are sick. Now, that's only a few. There are many here who have not raised up their hands. If I was to tell them to be sincere, they will still raise up their hands. On medication. I'm telling you the facts. Uh -huh. Now, the other fact is we are outnumbered. That's true. In many ways, as, as far as the church is concerned, the Pentecostals are bigger now. As far as your enemies, they're bigger now. That's the reality. The, the religions and denominations are bigger now. And we are few. Now, can I, can I continue going down? Some of you, the month just ended. It is the December. The reality is, you may not have money to pay your rent. I'm in a wrong crowd today. That's the reality. Right now I'm preaching. But you are wondering, where will I get rent? How will I? I will not pick up her call or his call. It's the reality. You are laughing because you know it's the reality. Some of you have business. The reality is the business may not be going well. It's the reality. Some of you who are married, we are now going in marriage. Maybe. Let me drop in something. The truth is, the reality, your marriage, can I say it? Your marriage may be in shutters. Now the one who are not married are going to begin looking at you. 
You see? That's the truth. Some of you. You may be jobless. Praise God. And you have no job. And you know it is the truth. And that's why you don't even come to church sometimes because you have no transport. For the church, our land, it is very expensive. Is that a reality? Is it, is it not a fact? It is even going higher. More and more expensive. The reality is if we continue collecting money, the reality is we may buy in a minimum of 10 years. The reality is people are now discouraged. But is it a fact, brother? Is that a reality? Is that a reality? I want to finish. The list is so long. To the students who just came back. Some, a few of you. You are sure your father will pay for you. But many of you. Can we talk about your reality? The reality to you. You don't even know. Whether you will go back to the next town. Or whether you will have school fees. And because of all these realities I've said, you right now, in reality, you may be totally discouraged. And that's why you are very quiet. Because I know I've discouraged all of you. I've reminded you of your healing wounds. The pastor had preached to us and made us feel everything is perfect. And he has reminded us yeah, for sure I don't even have tuition. Where will it even come from? For sure my business is coming here. I don't know. Where even get, ever get married? The reality is you have tried to look for sisters and maybe some have refused Brothers, am I preaching uh, to you now? It's the reality. And sisters, some of you, the, the matter, the truth of it is, you have waited until you are tired. And until you have even started asking questions. Can sisters also propose? <laughs> because you, are, you have waited and you are tired. How long for sure? Now, friends, in a conclusion, those are the facts. But those facts which you just heard me say are the same facts which those ten men say about the land. 
when they saw the land with their eyes. They said the land, I that land is its own people. The land has giants. The land is difficult. The land is oh, it is impossible for us to take it. But there came out a little Caleb. Do we have a little Caleb here today? Hallelujah. Amen. He arose and he said, What are you talking about? Let us go at once and take the land so we are more than able to take it. Not, not because of your fake realities. I don't see those realities. I see the realities of the world. The promises of God. The covenant of God. That will never fail. The word of God says. And I have very many listening here. When I started writing promises. I could not finish also. But let me tell you some of these promises. The word of God says. We shall be heads and not tails. How many believe that? Amen. We shall lend to the nations. Does a poor man lend to the nations? No. It is a promise. God promised to make you rich. So rich that you will lend to the nations. Not to your brother or sister. Lending to Uganda. There are some rich individuals who come from America. And they have been coming here to try to learn to Uganda. You are supposed to be the one. You, you. Now, some of these promises, you will die without accomplishing them. Not because it is not promised. But because you either didn't do not believe it or you did not attain that level of faith. But if it is revealed to you, then you shall have it. Amen. Amen. The Bible says we are overcomers in Laodicea to them that shall overcome. I am the overcomer in this generation. I must overcome. That's a promise. It's a covenant. The Bible says we are sons of God. Not we shall be. But we are. Right now, I am a son of God. I'm a daughter. You are a daughter of God. The Bible says you are healthy. By his stripes, you are healed. Amen. To all of you that are currently taking medicine, I don't care whether for cancer, diabetes, malaria, I want to pronounce to you the promises of the word of God. By his stripes, you are healed. I don't care about the reality. I care about the word of God. By his stripes you are healed. The promise says, he that is in you is greater, is greater than the Anakites, than the Canaanites, than those who are in Egypt, than those that are in the world. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Amen. Someone ought to stand up and say, hey, I accept that. I receive that for me. 
The Bible says we have a great cloud of witnesses. So we may look like we are alone. But we are not alone. We are not alone. We are outnumber the devil. We outnumber our enemies. We outnumber them. That's why the Bible says they shall fall by our side. By our left and right side. Who does that? He that is in us. The Bible says the angel of the Lord is always around us. Always around us. Oh my. I'm never tired of the promises. Promise says the Holy Spirit abides in me. <laughs> so when I'm discouraged, he encourages me. When I'm discouraged, he strengthens me. He leads me. He guides me. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. He's with you all the time. All the time. He can never leave you. You may say you are weak, but the word of God says you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. My, 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 you may be thinking you're poor. You even have nutrition. But can I remind the devil and that spirit of discouragement? I don't think it is still here. But let me say this. The Bible says the world and all his fullness is the Lord is. He can decide to give you everything and anything you have needed. Praise the name of the Lord. We are not commoners. We are kings. We are priests. Amen. Hallelujah. We are kings. And we are priests. My father did this and this. Can I remind you? You are a child of the king. This is not just we are sympathizing with ourselves. It is being realistic. Speaking the truth. Spiritually realistic. <laughs> Which can come down by the power of the Holy Spirit and come in the reality of the body and happen. By reality, Abraham could not have a son. For years and years, and even by reality, it came to a time when even if God would do a miracle, their bodies was not able to carry the child. But God is God. God is God. When God is ready to move, He can do anything. He's the creator of heaven and earth. He came down to Abraham. He made him a young man. You saw our president making pressures. Abraham could do with one hand. Said, I feel the strength of a liar. <laughs> and he came to Sarah. Sarah became a younger lady. Oh my God. Like my sister over here. Young, young, young. And strong. And Sarah became pregnant. Who could do that? The creator of heaven and earth. 
I want to tell you, brother, nothing should discourage you. Because God is never left. When God is provoked by prayer, He fulfills every promise He made. Hallelujah. Amen. He says He will give us the desire of our hearts. That's a promise also. The scripture says, we are not of those that draw back. Let others draw back. Like Joshua. As for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. I will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You ought to tell your neighbor. Neighbor. I don't care about you. But I know, let me tell you. I know about me. I am resolved to serve the Lord all my life. I will not be discouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. He will give me the desire of my heart. If I need a wife, he will give me a wife. If I need a husband, he will give me a husband. My husband, my wife, doesn't come from much pecking. He comes from God. I was 19 years. And I decided to have a wife. Brother, how old are you? Yes, you. Yourself, my precious brother. Yes. Nineteen. Seventeen. At your age, I was preaching, moving around the world. Man, I was a little boy. And you see your age now? At two years. I decided to be married. The brother was like, what? It's the truth. It's a promise of God. It's what? Was it possible for me? Was it possible? It wasn't. It's not many years ago. It wasn't possible. It was as difficult as it is now. Who is 19 here? You, you come here. You come. Come, come. But you, you are big body. You, you sit. You, 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 you they will think that I was big like you. I was small like this younger man. Imagine this younger man saying that he wants to get married. Who will support him? Everybody will be murmuring and complaining. What's wrong with him? But I made up my mind to get married. And I was dressing suits like this. Yes. But for him, he's even smart. Yeah, I had those big sizes. Because I was being, they were just giving them to me. I did not own, I didn't have money, I was poor. That's the truth. So a brother, like Omenek, would come and give me a suit and I would wear it gladly because I wanted to be smart in church. He would come, I would show you some of my pictures. And I would wear a suit. No, the suit would wear me. And I would go to church. And I would be very happy. Praise God. God bless you. Hallelujah. And I told my mother. My mother. I've decided to marry. She's here. She called me by name. When my mother calls me. It means June. It is bad. Things are bad. I will lay you down and beat you. 
Friends, there is something I'm showing you. It's not about the reality. It's about the promise. Hey, the promise of God. When believed by a son or daughter of God, it cannot fail. Amen. It will be accomplished. He said he will give you the desire of your heart. If you, you want to say, I want to be a millionaire next year. For example, you brother, you have a company. You can say, I'm no longer working for anyone. I want to build my company next year. And in two years, I want to make my first million dollars. It is possible. It is possible. There is nothing impossible with God. But the problem of Christians, they don't believe the promise. They are hearing the ten witnesses because they are more and they look more experienced and they are elders. But if you are wise, listen to the still small voice of God through Joshua and Caleb. They said we are more than able to take the land, brother, to take the land, sister. Amen. Raise up at once. Let's go and take the land. And I also say, we are more than able to buy our church land. We are more than able to build our church. If the Lord tarries before the coming of the Lord, we are more than able to build a very wonderful structure. And many souls will be saved in there for the glory of God. It is a promise. If we desire it, he would give it. If you think I'm dreaming, just wait and see. Just wait and see. Many thought I was dreaming five years ago, ten years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. They said this little boy is just talking nonsense. He will give up. He will give up very soon. I remember I went to Zimbabwe. 2011. Very small boy. And uh, stood before a congregation of about 3,000. And uh, I even now believe, wonder how those people believe. I was very little. Supposed to be despised. But brother, when you believe in the promise of God and believe in yourself, what God has made you, nothing can stand. This man came. Said, oh, my little preacher. God bless you. If you keep doing this, God will bless you. And it was an encouragement. But many times, I would also get discouraged. You would preach. And the preacher comes to you. Says, did you know? You said this when you're supposed to say this. Uh, you continue studying the Bible. You will get there. You would be discouraged. But brother, let us not focus on the discouraging process. Let us focus on the promise. God said we will have the land and we will have the land. God said we will marry and we will marry. God said we will receive the Holy Spirit and we will receive the Holy Spirit. God said we shall be rich. We shall be rich. God said we shall receive the desires of our heart and it shall be. How many can say amen with one voice to that? 
Hallelujah. Whose report shall we believe? We should believe the report. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my. How many still have the spirit of discouragement? <laughs> How many feel encouraged today? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's more than a feeling. It's a reality. Praise God. I would like us to sing my board of life. Sales on a troubled sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, you have the words. Praise God. I know the master of the way. Mani Mukama Wembuyaga. Hallelujah. another microphone? Our sister can as well help us. Amen. I wish we had more, more, more microphones. We have a lot of people that are gifted here. So church, we have a need for microphones. So if God touches you, I don't know how much it is, but you can, you can come up and let us know you want to do something. My board of life saves all the troubled sea. Whenever there's a wind in my sail, but I have a friend who watches over me when the breeze. Into a I know, I know the master of the wind. I know the maker of the rain. Well, he can come a storm. Oh, he can't come. 
let me go through the sky where I found the peace my soul can be found oh but unexpected storm oh I know it may bring me from the highs hey it may bring me low but it will never
Thank you, Jesus. You are here today because you never fail. You went in our midst this morning, Lord. And I know you've encouraged us. We are not going to be discouraged. We are going to look unto the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, as these people will leave this place, may your presence go with them. And Lord, we have people here that have decided to give their life to Jesus. We appreciate you for these souls. And as we lead them to you, Lord, may it be a wonderful time that you shall receive them, Lord. And that they will begin a new journey, a new life. Granted, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. What we Let her tell us. Let her just confess with her own mouth. Yeah, why she's here. I'm called Immaculate. She comes from Bashani. But I've been working around with him. I want to be prayed for every job that I get. I don't get any money from it. I've seen I've gone through many places. And I say, let me come and I'll be prayed for. Because I'm always in trouble, crying and thinking. Even the job where I was working, they're calling me. I don't know whether I will have it. They were not allowing me to go to church, but today I, 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 I asked them to give me permission to come to church. So, one uh, more take the word, yeah? She met somebody on the way and she was like. Who was that? Oh, Brother Ivan. Yes. So, sister, what's your name again? Sister Immaculate? Alinda. Alinda Immaculate. Alinda Immaculate. Okay, what I want to tell you, you are not here by accident. God has brought you here. 
Okay. She wants to confess all these problems you say you have. It is only one thing that takes them out. It is Jesus Christ. Very many people go to false prophets to break curses, to go there and they take that. All those ones are lies, brethren. It is only one person who breaks curses. Spoken said, come and to me, all you know are labor. And I have a laden. And I will give you rest. Sister, you're tired. Have a laden. You have come in the right place. We're not going to take you to the pastor, to the prophet of God, to the mighty man of God. That one doesn't have it. It is only one thing which can help. It is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, when you accept him, repent of your sins. When you repent your sins, you are baptized in much water in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then what follows? He will forgive you all the sins. The next, he will give you the Holy Spirit. Now that Holy Spirit, it is the power that will break all those yokes. The witchcraft, powers of the devil, the power of the Holy Spirit breaks all those powers. How many believe that? Amen. Amen. So sister, you're going to you're going to confess. So of uh, uh, salvation. That is the first step. step. The second step to be baptized in much water. And I know why she's crying. It's a conviction in her heart. It's the God she has met. And friends, I want, her to, I want us to pray together with her. But as we lead there to the Lord, this will be a beginning of our prayer. Amen. So repeat after me. Uh, Confession is made unto salvation. Just commit my sister here before you. I pray, oh God, that the power of the Holy Ghost will lead her father. You will guide her, dear Father, Lord, and you will fill her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, oh, Father. May the Spirit of God continue to, amen, move all, all over her, Father. Cool over her soul, oh, God. 
Bring her into your presence, I pray, oh Father. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Until she goes into the waters of baptism, Father. And that will be the beginning of a great work you will do in our life, oh Father. We have seen many of delivered. We have seen many of started a good work in their life. May she be one of those, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us give a clap of praise to the Lord. sister when I came to pray for those that I was praying for you know usually I don't ask for people what they want me to pray for because God knows it and I'm not a Catholic priest either I'm just a preacher and they tell God and I pray for them but usually when I pray I've noticed God inspires me on what to pray for. So as I was praying for her, I felt a little different that there was something special why she came on the pulpit. You know, children just always come and pray for them. Sometimes they do it because others are doing it. But when I came to pray for her, I felt a bit different. That there is a specific reason why she came. So here is how I prayed. I said, Lord, you know the reason why she has come. May you lead her, even in her young life, to meet you. I didn't know that she was giving her life to Jesus Christ. Praise God. So why are you here? Seven. Seven is a supernatural age. How old were you when you were baptized? Seven. Stand up. Come right here. From the day Elizabeth uh, was baptized, for, the first, for that whole week, for the first one or two weeks, we noticed myself and her mother that she was going through an experience. Whenever she would come in the church, she would cry. She would, she would be easily moved by the things of God. I don't think that it was in vain. When these little ones give their life to Jesus, we should not hinder them. You can't imagine what little children as such do in the world. They understand. So if they tell you they want to give their life to Jesus, let them do it. And if they want to be baptized, let them do it. As long as it's their decision, the anchor will hold in their life. Praise God. And Elizabeth, how old were you when you were baptized? Seven. There is something about seven. <laughs> seven is completion. <laughs> and little Genesis is seven years. Then there was a, the age of accountability is seven to, with God. Because it is the age of completion. So Genesis. Genesis. Repeat after me. I and then say your name. Speak to the mic. 
From today, From today I, accept Jesus Christ I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. As my personal savior. I want to serve him, I want to serve him all, my life. all my life. So help me, God. So help me, God. Let us pray together. Can you take the microphone for me? Lord Jesus, I'm coming to you, oh God, committing and dedicating this little one before you, Father. As she at her age seven decided to accept you as her personal savior and give her life to you, oh God. I pray, oh Father, Lord, you will receive her, my Father. Lord, as even she grows and has a great life ahead of her, that you will keep her away from all these demons and spirits of love this year. You will, oh God, build a wall of fire around about her, Father, and keep her away from all the filth of the world, that you will raise her as an army of the Lord. And even as she goes into the waters of baptism, Father, you'll fill her with the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, that she will be raised as a goodly child that will serve the Lord all the rest of our life. Father, Lord, we commit her to you now as you receive her in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We will meet you after the service. Hallelujah. We shall meet them after the service and continue to instruct them and guide them. So God bless you. Thank you for your patience. Uh, we are going to now go into the uh, married couples uh, service in about one hour we would lay 11 minutes because it's already 2.11 so at 3.11 we shall be here so we just go maybe find something to grab and eat quickly and then come back we are supposed to have a meeting for the youth meetings organizing committee. But I will speak with the brothers and we will announce to you when we can have it. Maybe in the course of the week. God bless you. You're all dismissed. Can you sing a song for us? Learning to live. Learning. Cheers.